What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I never have gifted her lingerie, but if I ever do, I'm definitely going to give it to her in a restaurant or another public place. It's the one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I think they're doing better than us. I hope they're doing better than us. <laughs> I hope so, too, because let's just be honest with our friends. We may sound a little different. And if you think that, you are right. And mm-hmm. you know why is that? L- let me tell you. <laughs> it's because I, Teresa, have a COVID-19 and Ooh. John has something. I have something. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't been hit by the cocoa for some odd reason. I don't know how. Did you just call COVID-19 the Coco? The Coco-19. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how COVID infected Teresa and did not infect me because obviously we live together. We share a bed. We, we hang out often, all the time. Hang out all the time. Most often share sparkling water cans. <laughs> but Teresa... Started feeling shitty on Friday. Mm-hmm. And so she took a COVID test and yep, she's positive. Yes. And I also started feeling shitty. So I took a COVID test. Negative. But I don't know if if it's the cold, a flu, if I just don't have enough COVID for it to show up on a home test. Because I've tested every day since Friday and have been negative every single day. Well, the weird part is that John seems to be feeling worse than me. Like I have, I was tired. I had some headache, some pretty mild symptoms. I just get a little fatigued, but apparently that's part of it. But John seems to be feeling way worse than me, which is sad. I'm congested. I'm fatigued. Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but it's okay. This is my medicine. 90 day is my medicine. So it's going to make me feel better to talk about this. But, okay, the reason we may sound different is not because we're congested. It's because for the first time ever, we are, re- <laughs> we are recording remotely yet together. We are in the same apartment, but like the good citizens we are, we are quarantining. So Teresa, I am quarantining. You are just YOLO all, living all, your life in the rest of the apartment. Yeah. Teresa has been quarantined to our second bedroom since Friday. Yeah. I've been gallivanting around the apartment doing who knows what. But that is why it may sound different. It's because we are we're doing what we do when I travel and we have to record from a hotel mm-hmm. or something. But we are 20 feet away, yet we are recording remotely. Two walls between us. There's two walls. Yes. But two walls. hopefully... Hopefully that won't affect this too much. I hope not. We have a lot to talk about. Oh, man. Oh, man. Before we do, a little bit of housekeeping. This this house is infected with COVID, so we really should give it a deep clean. We should bleach <laughs> from wall to wall. But a little lighter housekeeping. Follow us on social media, okay? Because we weren't sure if we were going to get this episode out. We don't know if we're going to get this episode out. Teresa might pass out in the middle of this and we'll have to stop recording. But if you follow us on social media at Married to Reality Pod, you will get all the news, all the updates. That's where we keep you guys posted with everything to do with this show. So follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Memes, message us. That's it. 
right? That's it. Meme messages. Memes messages. <laughs> I can't <laughs> think of anything M, else. Another M word. Yeah. Updates. Yes. Um, so you're following us on Instagram. Also make sure you're following the podcast. Okay. I want you guys to look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Cara and Guillermo's potential wedding venue. Mm. <laughs> it was definitely, nice. Definitely was not nice. a potential wedding venue, but it was the non no not non-existent, but what's what do you call something that you cannot have? Forbidden, mm, unattain, unattainable, unattainable. Is, yeah, I thought you were gonna say smash it as hot as my fever. I'm glad you didn't. You don't have a fever, do you? No, you don't have a fever, do? No, I just took my temperature before ninety eight point six. That's what on I have. No, on the nose. Look at us. Insane. Textbook, textbook temperature. <laughs> right okay, you're following the Instagram. You're following the podcast. One last thing. If you haven't left a review, please do. Okay. We love when we get the reviews, especially when we're not feeling great. And a review comes in, it lifts our spirits. It makes our day. And we have a lovely review that I would like to read. Let's read it because I need some uh, supportive. (laughs) Some positivity. Some positivity. I can't even speak. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This one comes to us from our friend, Sun Devil Fanatic. Hello. It's titled Lovely Entertainment. Okay. Lovely Love entertainment. it. John and Teresa provide pure entertainment about all of the amazingly trashy TV that I love to watch. Keep watching and keep talking. You motivate me and distract me to keep doing housework and unpacking after a move. Thank you for being so amazing and funny. I love that. Thank you, Sun Devil. I love it. Thank you so much. And it's funny because I love listening to podcasts when I house house clean. You sure do. I sure do. You have a little podcast party and you just dance around and clean. It depends. If I clean during the day, I cannot drink. I listen to podcasts. But if I clean after five, mm, Uh it's the party music. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that is the housekeeping. How about a little 90 day, by the way, before we get into this episode? Let's do it. I love you, by the way. By the way. Oh, all right. Thank (laughs) you. Couple quickies. Number one, I don't know if you saw, 90 Day Diaries made its return to TLC last week. Okay. Wait. Season four. Season four. I'm kind of lost, but sure. Hmm. (laughs) I know. They kind of never stopped. I don't think season three of Diaries. Came to well, an end. Well, we watch them on Discovery Plus. They're That's on why TLC. You kind TLC of now. lost me over here, but sure, keep going. Okay. They're on TLC Monday nights, nine o'clock, I believe. But it's back, season four, and it looks good. Okay, we got a tease for the season. We get a couple returning cast members and a couple new faces that haven't been on Diaries yet. Interesting. You want to okay. hear? Sure. Who, who's a couple, a taste of who is on Diaries this season? Can I guess? Sure. I mean, I don't have a list of everyone, so you could guess and I could say, I don't know. I just I love guessing. Guess one and we'll see. Okay. Okay. Brendan and Julia. Yeah, they're on. They're on. Okay. I don't have a whole list, so let me just tell you what I have. <laughs> Okay, that wasn't a good guessing game, but sure. No, I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> we haven't seen each other face to face. Always, always be prepared. If there is anything for me to guess, 
You okay. have to be prepared because I love guessing. Now I know. I should have guessed. You should have known and you should have guessed. guessed. <laughs> All right. We're going to catch up with Colt and Vanessa as they Ooh. work through some issues. All right. Dirty D, okay. Dirty Deb has caused some friction in the relationship. So we're going to watch them work through some things. Kenny and Armando are going to help Hannah in her pursuit of becoming a model. Okay. She wants to be a model. so She's a very cute little adorable, girl. Mm -hmm. Adorable. And Stepanka finally... All right, hold on to your seat there, Teresa. Stepanka finally got rid of her celibacy. Yeah. She, ended, she ended her celibacy with her About boyfriend. About time. About yeah. time. So there's a bunch of other old cast members, but then we follow up with some new cast members. We see Caleb, okay, of Caleb. Oh. Yep. At the gym with a new woman. So we're going to... See, catch up with him. See what he's been up to since. American? American. Uh. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I think. And also, this one could be good. Johnny is scheduled to visit Ella in the States. He is? Mm -hmm. He's scheduled to. Okay. I'm sure he's been scheduled multiple <laughs> times. And for one reason or another has not gone through with that. But he is scheduled to visit Ella. In the preview, it's like, Johnny's coming in one week. So let's see, does Johnny... He must Johnny really want to visit America because after what Ella did to him, <sighs> I don't see how and why he would want to come. I hey, he, wants right? the, he wants that redneck cowboy lifestyle, he said. Well, good luck, Johnny, but I might definitely watch it. <laughs> we got to watch. Monday <laughs> nights, 9 o'clock on TLC. Yeah, it looks like it's moved over from Discovery Plus to, to the big time, to the big I was league. just going to ask, well, so is it on Discovery Plus or not? Yeah, yeah, it's still on Discovery Plus. Okay. But it also airs on TLC now. So this is brand new on TLC. Just started last week, okay. Monday nights, Diaries. Check it out. Nice, nice. Out. All right, by the way, number two. If you haven't heard, and I'm sure a lot of you have, Lauren and Alexi took home the MTV Award for Best Reality Romance. Woohoo! I used to love the MTV Awards. I haven't watched, oh, since high school probably, but they won. They won for their spinoff after the 90 days. That's what got them nominated. And it was a pretty stacked category. So we don't watch a lot of these shows, but here's who they were up against. Joe and Serena from Bachelor in Paradise. I don't know that. Nope. Nanny and Casey from The Challenge. No idea. No. <laughs> Tom and Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. Nope. Literally, you lost me. Yandy and Mendeecees from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. No and idea. Lauren and Alexi. And they took home the gold popcorn. So congrats to them. Congrats, because those are the only people I know. And I'm uh, going to say a lot of people know. Well, there's, uh, there's some other big shows. I think The Challenge is pretty big. and I have never heard of The Challenge. Oh, it's a Road Rules, real world spinoff type <laughs> okay. show. Okay. We well, watch we enough. Yeah, I was just going to say, maybe we'll check it out, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not that one. Okay. Should we talk about the episode? Sure. We should. Sunday night. We should. Sunday night. 90 Day Fiance. Season 9, episode 9? Nine? 9 9. 9 for 9? Nine? 9 for 9. 
Should we start with Bilal and Shida? Oh, yeah. So, okay. I think we already discussed this, right? But now yes. I'm annoyed by both. Oh, yeah. Last last episode was it for me. I'm, I'm team nobody. Let me ask you this, though, because this could shift. This could shift my choice for worst in the relationship. Was Bilal wearing a hashtag Bilalian t-shirt? I'll be honest. I did not pay that much attention. Okay, I wish was, I did. He was wearing a shirt that definitely said hashtag be something. And it wasn't be grateful. I think it was hashtag Bilalian, which would be like his own tribe, right? Like American, Canadian, Bilalian. Really? I think so. I don't know. Calling guys. I'm pretty sure it said hashtag Bilalian. And if it did, that would tip the scale. <laughs> I would I would say he's the worst in the relationship, which I think he is, regardless of what shirt he's wearing. Who would even think of that? Hashtag Bill Lallian? I think so. maybe it didn't say that. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it said the hashtag Bill is the worst. I would I would purchase one of those shirts. But Shida Shida's not the best either no, over no. here. I have a lot of problems with her now. As much as I like her, and I still like not like her, I still feel bad for her because Bilal is crazy. Mm. She also has a lot of uh, things, or she does and says things that I'm like, uh, what? She needs to Why? chill. She needs. Oh my gosh, she needs to chill. She's coming in too hot. It's 68 days to wed. My math is not great. It's 22 days in. Right, a couple. So she's a couple weeks in. Yeah, just she needs to relax. She needs to slow down a little bit here and and stop pushing for these huge gestures that she's asking for. Yeah, she needs to take a big chill pill. A big chill pill. Let's <laughs> let's talk about it. Bilal and Yusuf they go to play basketball, right? So Shida and Bilal's daughter Zaina are going to get a little one on one time. Yeah, and Zena's Zena's good. She's like, well, why don't you show me how Trinidad dishes? I really wish I really wish she didn't ask because what <laughs> what follows next, <laughs> Teresa? And I'm glad we have two walls between us as we discuss this because I've heard of choking your chicken. I've heard of that euphemism before. What does it what, mean? Choking your chicken, Teresa? Yeah, yeah. To masturbate. Wow, why chicken? I don't know. I don't know, Teresa. Why Why would you wash your chicken like your lady parts? <laughs> I guess, she, well, I know what she was saying. She was saying to get inside the chicken. Oh, do, you use, do you use Summer's Eve instead of Dawn? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what does that mean? That's terrifying. You, and I'll never you, look at chicken the same way. You always use Dawn on birds, but. That's right. Yeah, I was like, well, did she say, I actually went back because I'm like, she did not say that. Oh, she sure did. Oh, I know she did. Like, wash your, wash the chicken, like your lady parts, like get, get in there. <sighs> and what? Zayna being like, some of the things she's saying is definitely awkward, 
for me. Definitely awkward for all of us. Yeah. It's almost like Shida's doing these things so that she never has to cook with the kids again. <laughs> this is, like, this the, is child abuse almost. That's the thing. She is trying, I'm doing the air quotes, she's trying to get along with the kids and show Bilal that she's ready for a baby. Meanwhile, she's doing the opposite. Anyway, the op- I mean, okay, opposite. she's trying, she's, she's cooking, sure. But this is not how we wash our chickens in America, Shida. Let's talk about washing our chickens. Do you I wash? actually mean the bird. Okay, no, I know, I know. Do you wash the chicken before you cook it? Yeah, but you I, do? yeah. I researched You wash this. it, you dry it with a napkin. I researched this because I, I'm not good with chicken, okay? When we get it from Costco and, and you trim it and clean it, I'll stand by there and hold the bag so that you can put in <laughs> the chicken, but I could not do that myself. Washing the chicken, no thank you. But I was curious, is this a thing to wash the chicken? It is. According to the USDA, it's safer to destroy the bacteria when you cook the chicken. There was a study and it looked at people who washed the raw chicken. 60% had bacteria in their sink afterward. And 26% transferred that bacteria to their salads. Well, I don't put salads in the sink. I know. I'm just... So you think you're doing a good thing by washing your chicken. Yeah, you're spreading bacteria and potentially very harmful hmm. salmonella, I would imagine. Well, I also wash the sink. And like, I know some people just wash everything in the sink. I don't put anything inside the sink. Like I have... Bowls but if you're washing it... But think about it. You're washing stuff. the chicken. The water is just cascading over that breast, over that slimy breast. And it's landing in your sink and it's going to get stuck to the sink. And then you have salmonella in Mm. your sink. Well, I also wash the sink once a week. Well, that's good too. You should wash it (laughs) immediately after washing your chicken, I would say. Well, yes, but wash it like hardcore wash it, like you scrub it. Right, right. Okay, so that's not the most offensive thing. That Shida did here. It's not? No. Her, oh, her, going, uh. her going back to Zayna and bringing up the name that she wants to be called. Umi. Umi. It was bad the first time mm-hmm. to go at it again, especially so soon, especially when Zayna is alone and probably in somewhat of a vulnerable position. She, sure. Last time, last time, dad was there, brother was there. Now it's just her alone in the kitchen with Shida being like, yeah, beat that chicken up, beat that chicken up. And she's like, <laughs> call me daddy. No, call me mommy. Who's your mommy? Not that chicken <laughs> I am, right? Like, that's, that is to me inappropriate, but good for Zayna for being like, no, not going to Absolutely. Zayna is very mature. And What's wrong with your first name? Like you are not the mom. And I almost feel like, again, I don't know the Trinidad customs, but Shida was saying, well, it doesn't just mean mommy. It also means like an older adult you show your respect to, right? Right. Why didn't you say the first time? Because now it just, she make, made it seem like she just made it up. Like, oh, it's it's not just mom. Just, just call me that. It's like, I'm, I'm an older adult. And again, it might be true. 
I don't know here, but I just feel like the way she approached it, the first and the second time was just wrong. Like in Czech, right? Mm-hmm. All the, like we have a different way we approach adults or like people that are older than you or people you don't know. You don't say hello to them. You say good day. There is this like etiquette. Dobrý den. That you have to follow. And then I would never say, oh, hey, John. I would say, hey, mister, blah, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> hey, mister. Once you, let's say you form some sort of a friendship or maybe it's your mom's friend or it's your dad's friend, right? Then they become aunts and uncles. Mm. And you just call them that. They're not your aunts and uncles. But that's the way it's like, oh, aunt, aunt Teresa or right. aunt, J- uncle John, right? And that's the etiquette and that's all, you know, that's how we do it. So I believe that maybe Umi can mean more, but she should have explained it the first time when she, when she brought it up, right? Because now it just seems like, okay, so she tried the mom, doesn't work well. It doesn't just mean mom, it means, it means everything. Yeah, she should have. But maybe if you want to have this conversation again, come with some backup names. Be like, all right, Umi, it's not working. How about XYZ or whatever? You know, well, that sounds like Elon Musk's kid's name. But like, how about <laughs> whatever? Come with a different name because the idea is, I think, Shida doesn't want to be called her first name. It seems maybe disrespectful or too formal. Mm-hmm. So shy be shy or be s or mama s or something you know just have a di- mama have a, s i don't know but something different something other than shy to but not umi because clearly you already heard once that she didn't want to call you umi so throw something else out give another option yeah uh, she didn't she did something that wasn't <laughs> right and Zaina picked up on it big time. She picked up on the chicken, obviously. And mm-hmm. then she picked up on this. And I'm going to take points away from Shida. You know it's what a, else? Oh, it's sorry, a Harry Potter ahead. reference, but you don't know. Oh. <laughs> you know what else Zaina probably picked up? Well, like a like a salmonella or something from the chicken. Yeah. Did you see <laughs> did you see her like holding her cradling her face in her hands wearing those chicken gloves? No. She was just leaning on the counter. Ooh, no. Yes. Wearing the chicken gloves. No. Chin in her palm. Yes. That's why you're wearing the gloves. Exactly. Exactly. I can't Thank believe you. she used the chicken gloves to touch her face. Not good. For, and one isn't just like, oh, I have an itch. I'm brushing my face. She no, rested still. her chin in her palm. Ew. I yeah. can't believe. Oh, guys, we actually call rubber gloves chicken gloves, no matter what you use them for, because we mainly use them for chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so true. we call them the chicken gloves. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later that day, Bilal, we see Bilal shy to the kids. They're at home praying. But then they go, they want to have some fun. A little day out. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful beautiful, day. It's a beautiful day to talk about wedding planning if you're shy to. She really is losing all her points with the kids. Like she says that she wants to try or she's trying, but she does the exact opposite. When Bilal is like, it's a beautiful day, family day in Shida. It's a beautiful day to sit inside and do some wedding planning. Yeah. Enjoy the freaking kids. Gee. I know. So Bilal also has something that's keeping him 
from talking about wedding planning just yet. Prenup. The prenup. Yeah, but that's that's not to be discussed today either. Now is not the time. Instead, they go to a park to play on some bird scooters. Actually, to just quickly bring it up, I'm not surprised about him wanting to have a prenup. He has kids. Yeah. And he has established himself. I'm sure he has some assets, right? And again, he has kids. So we saw in the previews that Shaila's not going to be too happy about the prenup. Dude, he has kids. Like, wrap your mind around that. No, I'm not surprised at all. I kind of glossed over it because it makes complete sense to me. This is the guy who pranked Shida because (laughs) he thought all she wanted was his money. So, yeah, of course, a prenup just makes sense. Well, yeah, totally. But again, it makes it actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So they got the scooters. Where these these weren't electric scooters, right? Just like regular scooters. No, these were the bird scooters. What does it mean? These were the ones, like, we've seen them when we went to Atlanta. Oh, those are freaking dangerous, but yeah. not in the park, like in Atlanta. Guys, if you live in Atlanta, don't ride those bitches because Atlanta is up and down and apparently people die. Apparently people were hit by cars. But I would ride it around the water, whatever they were. It looks nice. Shida, yeah. Shida didn't look like she knew what she was doing. she almost breaks her neck and it it's possible that she could because don't forget Brittany broke her clavicle or whatever on the single life riding those ATVs so TLC is not going to keep you safe that's right she she did <laughs> forgot about <laughs> first I had to think I'm like Brittany Spears what did she do I remember Brittany the camera got off her for oh, a second yeah you just heard like Arr! It was, it was sounded like that woman, did I ever show you that YouTube video? The woman smashing grapes with her feet. <laughs> She's doing the news segment. Yes, you did. She's smashing grapes. She's smashing grapes. And then she thinks she's so cool. She's like, let's race. And then she starts doing it really fast and falls out of the tub and can't breathe. <laughs> and it just cuts back to the news, the newscasters. They're like, all right. And Bob with the weather. Don't make me laugh. I have a shortness of breath. Oh, sorry. Okay. I always take your breath away, Teresa. <laughs> well, I, right now it's COVID-19, but sure. Okay. All right. So Bilal and Shida, they sit down to talk. And Bilal's like, how are you adapting? How are things? How's the home? How's it living with other people? And Shida says, well, I enjoy getting to know you and your habits, but you can be a little fussy sometimes. What does fussy mean? Is it like gassy, like fussy? <laughs> no, fussy is a little particular. Oh. You, you like to have things in your own way. I'm a little fussy. Are you, a little f- you are a little fussy. Oh, we're all fussy. <laughs> we're all fussy. <laughs> so Shida says, I get nervous knowing you can come home and get upset if everything isn't perfect. And Bilal's like, well, come on. Even your mom commented on your silverware. What do you mean? Like that but apparently, she- yeah, she's, she doesn't wash the silverware properly. It doesn't uh, put it away properly. And even her mom noticed that. And I mean, she said it herself that she is a little messy. Yeah, she owns it. And they start bickering over it. 
And Bilal tells the camera, I've never argued with anyone so much as I argue with Shida. I would hope so because that's all they do. All they do. Yeah. Yeah. And the first segment, I thought, oh. yeah, I was just going to say, first I thought it was all his fault, but now it's part of their fault. Like they it's both completely, are idiots. It's completely both <laughs> their fault. And the segment ends, they basically give each other the silent treatment. Yes. Bilal just rolls away. And leaves Shida <laughs> sitting on the rock. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where it ends. That's but I ends. do believe that they will get married. Oh, I think so too. I think so. I don't know if they're going to make it eventually, but I think they will get married. I agree. Okay. Should we move on and talk about Jabri and Miona? Let's do it because we're going to pick up where we left off in the studio 53 days to wet. Yeah. Uh, space Space Cash has just broken up the fight between Jabri and David. And Jabri just storms off, fanny pack and all. He's got to go. He's got to cool down. He's got to collect himself. He has a vibe. Jabri does. Yeah, they all he do. has a vibe. They yeah, David, Space Cash. Absolutely. But yeah, Jabri walks away and... David is like, you see how mad he gets? It's everything because of Miona. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you this. Who do you side with? Because first I was like, okay, we should probably take sides here, right? Like, who do we side with? But it, later it seems like Chibri is actually siding with David. I side with David. And I really side with David coming out of last episode where... He was trying to set Jabri up for success, saying, hey, get your license, get your CDL, come work for me, provide for you and your family. We can do the music on the side. To me, that's sensical. Yeah, for sure. So I, I side with David. And you know I'm a fan of turning your phone off in the studio. <laughs> so I definitely side with David there. Yeah, we don't even bring our phones to the studio. No, this is a place of business. I mean, I have my phone in here because I'm in my COVID cave. Yes. <laughs> I have everything here. Can't right. wait to get out because it's getting it's getting a little claustrophobic. But Maybe back Wednesday. to yeah. yeah, back to David and Jibri. Yeah, I agree. Like he seems to have his best interest. I yeah, I completely agree. I feel like he's the older brother in this situation. Uh Jibri eventually comes out and tells David, stop talking shit or leave. And I just loved how Space Cash was once again trying to calm Jabri down. But Space Cash isn't allowed to talk. So it's just very strange having someone mediate who who's nonverbal. He wanted to have a role. Yeah. And Wait. again, he, he's the most protected, so it makes sense for him to get between them. He's wearing a helmet, so it's actually, he's the right person for the job. But he can't talk and he can't even show his face. He can't use use facial. Wait, 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 wait. He yeah. cannot talk like he cannot talk or is that his role that he doesn't talk? That's part of his character is As, that he doesn't talk. Like for real. He just plays the instruments. Space Cash doesn't talk. No, yeah, he just plays. How do you know? They said it, I think. Did they? Did sure. <laughs> think I would make that up? Why would you be in a band without talking? Because he plays an instrument. He lets his music talk for him. Come on. Okay. 
Okay. That's you the see- least questionable thing we've talked about so far. Shida was telling like a 12-year-old girl to wash the chicken <laughs> like a vagina. I think Zayda's 16, but sure. Either or. Still ridiculous. Let's, all right, let's keep going because Jabri is like, enough. Put this on the mic, David. Put this, take this energy, take this heat, take this fire, put it on the mic, put it on this record. Yes, and they start going at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know that they do half English, half Serbian, but I guess it makes sense. It's the whole thing. The black Serbs. Yeah. So Brandy lays down a bar. David tears into the track and he's singing in Serbian. And again, Space Cash is there for moral support, I guess, because you can't say anything. Well, okay. It sounds, I've never been in a studio because they would not even let me in. No. But it's so, it sounds so weird when they record, but the music is in the headphones. Yeah, it was all for show because I don't think anyone was wearing headphones. At least. I think Brandy was. Maybe no. just one of them was wearing headphones. No one else was. They were all just standing around. But it was like, don't stop moving. Keep that tempo. <laughs> sounds like a Silva sister song. <laughs> well, it sounded better when they all, like, they finished. They went inside. Good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. And then they started, good. like, jamming. And the producer seemed happy. And I'm like, how did they even do it? Because it was, it all happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Was mm-hmm. it just a snippet? What's it going on? Yeah, but they, they got a song. They got what they came for. Yeah. And before they leave, Jabri apologizes for losing his cool. And David's like, David's like snapping mm-hmm, in, a, mm-hmm. in a grins. And Jabri's like, no, stop the snapping. I want to make a real apology. And. Like, oh, yeah. Sorry. I was launching into my apology. No, you, you launch, launch. Okay. I feel like I gave up the <laughs> band for Miona. I put a lot of effort into my relationship and, and I just don't know how to do both. I was just going to say that, but I was going to say bombshell. Oh, I mean, this is really tough for a creative nomad. Like Jabri, this is very tough. He doesn't want to get distracted and forget about his dreams, right? But but he's got love for Miona, but he's got love for the band too. But honestly, like so far from what we've seen, she doesn't stop him from being in the band. No. She, she never said anything. Like She doesn't like David. Yeah. But she definitely wants him to pursue music over a nine to five. I feel like she wants him to be Kanye, but... Yeah, but that would have required... Good luck. Yeah. Um, I feel like (laughs) it was a beautiful moment. Space Cash, I feel like, was shedding a tear under his helmet, but we couldn't see it. Who knows? Who knows? But it was... I mean, I saw the shield start to fog up, so I can only imagine (laughs) it was a tear. So then we see Miona wedding dress shopping. With Brandy, because apparently they unlike her and David, became very good friends when they were touring Serbia. Yeah, and I forgot, Brandy is Jabri's cousin, I believe. I didn't know that. I saw that on Instagram, so I believe that's nice. the case. And yeah, at first I was like, oh, look, T, finally someone on 90 Day who had a similar wedding dress shopping experience to you, all alone, just you by yourself, but then in walked Brandy. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I think later on, Jibri, when Jibri hangs out with David, Jibri says, yeah, Miona is hanging out with my cousin and Brandy. Yeah, see? Cousin and Brandy. No, my cousin Brandy. 
Oh, I thought I heard my cousin and Brandy. No, I think, I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong too, but that would, that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, someone we're not, we're overlooking, Teresa, was Summer, that swell dog in the dress shop. Oh, I saw the swell dog. How do you know it's Summer? Because I think the owner of the shop was like, this is Summer. Oh, I missed my, that. my swell dog, Summer. Oh. Yeah. It was a swell dog. There's hot girl summer, swell dog summer. That's what I'm looking for this summer is a swell dog summer. <laughs> we love swell dogs. Yeah. So, okay. The associate brings out a bunch of dresses. And were you as nervous as I was about Miona's makeup getting all over those white wedding dresses? Yes, especially because you put it, you, most of them you put over your head. But actually, if it's not tight enough, you can just step into it. So, but the makeup's all over her body too. Like oh, that's I thought, it was, right. I thought it was going to be another below deck couch gate. <laughs> Remember when that woman sat on the couch? And oh her my gosh, bronzer got all. That's why I honestly, and maybe you guys can let me know. I am seriously considering getting some spray tan because I am as pale as a wall. I'm very yes. pale, right? As Bilal's wall, yeah, and. I live in Florida. I'm going to Czech Republic soon. People are going to be like, you don't live in Florida. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure they know I live in Florida. I don't have time to tan and I have COVID-19. I'm considering getting a spray tan, but I'm afraid it's going to get all over my clothes. Do you know if it does? Or I know that you have to like keep loose clothes for a couple, like 12 hours. But what about after? Can I wear tight jeans? Because that's what I rock. Call in. Let us Call know. in. Let us know. Spray tan. (laughs) Back to the bridal studio. Okay. So she's trying on the dresses and Brandy's asking her about life in Rapid City. And Miona's like, we're too old to be living with Jabri's parents. But I'm trying to play nice. I'm doing what I can to play nice. But she feels like Jabri is playing it too down the middle, not taking her side. I guess, but he is more aware of their money situation than she is. I don't think her as a foreigner who just got to the States has the idea of how much everything costs. Like things are expensive in the States, especially when you live in a bigger city. Even Chicago is way more expensive than South Dakota. Yeah, and that's where I go, okay, I get it. You want Jabri to take your side and fight for you. And you want to get out of that house and you want a beach wedding. (laughs) But then let him go work for David and make some money and you can do all those things. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I don't think she wants to live in Chicago either. I think she wants to live on the beach. She wants L.A. She wants L.A., which I don't know why. Nothing against our L.A. friends, but L.A. Yeah. Not downtown L.A., please. I mean, I get the Santa Monica and Santa Barbara. Yeah, sure. Venice. Yeah, Huntington. Mm, right. <laughs> so. Well, maybe they'll make it there one day. But right now, they need to be smart. And Miona was almost smart with her money when she said, I know dresses are expensive, and but we don't have a budget for it. And I'm just going to get whatever I want. Mm-hmm. 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 You remember when she got here and Jibri was saying, I hope Miona brought some money. <laughs> Wait, was that them? That was 
That was Emily and Kobe. No, it was them too. And we never heard if she did or didn't. But I'm sure that even if she did bring some money, her Serbian money wouldn't go too far here. Yeah, I doubt it. Unfortunately, that's the money exchange. That's the conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the segment just ended with Miona asking Brandy, did Jabri stand up for me with the band? Because he's not standing up for me with his parents. Is he standing up for me at least with David? And Brandy's like, oh, yeah. Jabri definitely stands up for you. But he's just trying to merge you and the band and not ruffle any feathers. And I loved the sales associate from the back just being like, you want him to fight. You want him to fight for you a little bit more. <laughs> and I'm like, this lady clearly didn't see Jabri and David in WrestleMania 2022 the day before. It's like, you want him to fight a little bit more. No, I want him to stop fighting. Please stop. <laughs> she just wanted to be part of the conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then we see Jabri and David at the bar. Right? Just the two of them. Serbian restaurant. Serbian restaurant. And that, for some reason, brought me back to when we lived in New York, we lived very close to several Czech places, right? Or a a subway ride away. And I missed that. We lived close to subway. Great sandwiches. Sure. And the actual subway. But I missed that. I missed just walking in and seeing some Czech pastries and seeing the Czech menu mm-hmm. and the Czech beer and just Czech people working at the place. I, I miss that. Yeah, I a little really piece do. of home. Little yeah, piece of home. and we don't have it now. And so me just watching that, I was like, damn, we need to move somewhere where there is a Czech restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, of Czech culture, did you know in Serbian culture, it's it's traditional that when you get in a fight, you talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. not a Serbian thing. That's a human thing. That's a human thing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Serbian culture, when you get in a fight, you talk about it. It's like, okay. Ah, David, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. What? It's everywhere. You should talk about oh, your shit. Yeah. Well, David goes, we're not 19. We got to do better. I'm not against y'all. I'm for y'all. All of a sudden, he got a southern accent. I was just going to say. I know where that came from. I missed that. He said, y'all. Oh, yeah. How y'all, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Is that how, Terry? Is how, that Terry over there? <laughs> I think I left Terry in Tennessee. I don't think Terry's ever been on the pod. Has Terry been on the pod? No, she hasn't. She's um, not interested. Okay. <laughs> Just to let you know, like we got a little drunk in Tennessee and I developed this character. Her name was Terry and she she was she was she was just too wild. She was too wild to bring her back to Florida. She was looking for a little air for her tires. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Terry was like, y'all spare some air. Can y'all spare some air over here? Oh, Terry. (gasps) Oh, Terry. Maybe Terry will come and join the podcast one day. One day. She's too shy. So uh, David's worried about Jabri and wonders, what does Miona bring to the table? Is Hmm. she your muse? Is she your muse, Jabri? Does she inspire you? Does she support you? And Jabri's like, you know, man, she doesn't understand that I get get creative at night. (laughs) She doesn't understand that, which is frustrating. Which I get it. I do get creative at night too. (laughs) Like I get that. It's a thing. Okay. It's a thing. Yeah. Sure, sure. People, night owls, 
early birds. Yeah, there's all sorts of of people and, and creativity can strike at any time. But yeah, it was just hilarious. Yeah, she doesn't, I get creative at night. She just doesn't understand that. It's like, whoa. Yeah, he's like, all the vacations we've been on, it, just, it doesn't give me the dopamine. Sitting on the beach, no dopamine. Yeah. I need to create. I need to make things. It's like, okay, dude, but why don't you talk to her? Like, you spend all your money on all these vacations. And I'm not saying going on vacations is bad. Go on a vacation. But if you're planning a life together and you need no, then you're going to need that money. Maybe go on one or two vacations instead of four or five. Am I mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Save a little money. Find your dopamine, that that dopamine, that dopamiona. Find that elsewhere. Yeah. And Jupiter is asking David, like, dude, what do you think I should do? And David is like, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't marry her. I oh would not marry, not her, but he was like, I wouldn't marry someone I don't know, which is true. But let's not forget, you do only get 90 days. That's how sure. it is. That's how it is. And it's not like they just met. They've been dating for a while. Apparently he lived in Serbia. He's been there several times. So it does make sense for them to actually yes. do it in 90 days. Because unlike other couples who probably only met online and this is their first time meeting and getting married, they are fine. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, getting to know someone takes time. I agree with that. All right. Shall we move on? Let's move on to Emily and Kobe and all the swell horses. At least Emily is allowing Kobe to drive a golf cart. I was just going to say that. And ride a horse. (laughs) Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Yeah, at least Emily wouldn't let him drive a car, but he's okay to drive the golf cart. We see him cruising around. And I think that was the first time we saw them having fun. That's what I was going to say. This is the first time there was a smile on either of their faces. Mm-hmm. Without arguing. Well, a little bickering, but it was, it was fun. Yeah. For this time. They're going on a little horseback riding date at the neighbor's house. So this is my question. It's probably silly or not, but they have horses. Why don't you ride your own horses? I don't think you can just ride any horse. I think they need to be trained to be ridden. So while you... Why else do you have horses? Just to look at. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would get, but I would also ride them. I mean, maybe those horses are too old. Maybe they're not in, right? Maybe you could have ridden them five years ago, but now they're old. They got arthritis well, in their legs. I think you can still sit on them. I mean, they're not going to be racing. I don't know. I mean, would, would you jump on your grandma's back and ask for a piggyback ride? Absolutely. You would? Absolutely. If she, if she offered. Come here, bitch girl. Let me get on. <laughs> get a little ride around this place. If she says, hey, can I carry you on a, like a, on a piggyback? I would be like, oh, hell yeah. No, you would not. Absolutely. Her piggyback days are behind her. <laughs> How do you know? You're Babichka? She's 80 something years old. She's 82. Okay. It's yeah. too old. Too old to be giving if piggyback she, rides. If she offered, I'll jump. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. The one thing I will say about these horses, they seemed a little less nosy. Oh, yeah. You know, they weren't all up in everyone's business like Emily's nosy horses. But they were walking into circles. And what I was surprised is that Emily was like, I haven't ridden a horse in years. 
Yeah. You live with your parents. Like you live on the ranch. I don't think you can ride those horses. I think you can. I just I just think she might be maybe a little lazy. Mm. I don't think you can. Why don't you train them? She doesn't take care of them. She doesn't ride them. Like what's going on there? Yeah. If I had a horse, I would ride it all the time. I agree, especially with gas prices these these days. Oh my gosh. I'm actually thinking of getting a horse. Yeah, save a dollar, ride a horse. <laughs> horse and power. I, and horse I, feel power. Like, I feel like you can drink when you ride a horse too, right? I think it's mandatory. You have yeah. like a Coors Banquet beer and you ride your horse. <gasps> all right, all right. So they had did this you, little date. Yeah, did you see for some reason when Kobe was riding the horse, he was like holding an American flag? I did not see that, but it's be- that's beautiful. Very dances with wolves. Very like him beautiful. just holding an American flag, riding, yeah. But it was a successful date. Yeah, it was a beautiful date. Okay, let's talk about this. I have so many thoughts about this. All right. Back home and Emily basically comes to the parents. This is just Emily and the parents, right? And she's like, I'm going to ask them for wedding money. She tells us and then she goes straight into that and basically opens up like, oh, so it's so crazy that Kobe's here, right? We have so much to do. I'm just like, um, I'm just like worried about money. So like, would you guys like help with that? I, I could never do this. Here's, okay. Here's what I wrote. I have no issue with parents or anyone helping with a wedding or a house or a car, but put effort into the way you ask. I was just going to say, I almost feel like you can tell your parents and then they can decide if they want to help you or not. I don't have a case. She's like, so would you guys like help with money? That's it. I remember when I was in like high school, freshman in high school, probably I wanted cable internet. We had dial up internet and I wanted cable internet. And I put together a PowerPoint presentation for my parents to convince (laughs) them that it was worth it. I didn't just go up to them. I didn't just go like, Mom, can we get cable internet? I know it's kind of expensive, but uh. I put together a PowerPoint presentation. I was like, we can download music if we have cable internet. We can save money there. We can save time and time is money. I had charts. I had a whole thing for Look cable at you. internet. For cable Look internet. At you. Well, you know why? Because it's you, you're not Emily. I'm not a Moran. <laughs> Emily's like, oh, can you pay for the wedding too? I don't think Emily worked a day in her life, really, besides some small jobs here and there. Right. As she was traveling and being a nanny. And as her parents said, she doesn't know how to pay bills. She doesn't know how to live her life. And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't she in her, like, late 20s? She, I want to say 28. I'm going to say 28. 29. I think 29. Okay, that's the age that you should know how to take care of yourself. You should know at... I'm going to say, if I'm going to be generous, 24. Say uh, you gra- say really, you- I was going to say 20. Sooner if you don't graduate college. If you, don't, if you go from like high school to real world, you should 19, 20, know how to do everything. If you go and to college. And she did not go to college. So she should know. Like right after high school, you should know how to pay your bills, take care of yourself. And, you know, I'm surprised because... Her parents seemed a little strict, but I don't think they were. Her dad is an architect. Like mm. she comes from a f- educated family, 
who work for their money or they seem to be working. Mom works with the horses, whatever else she does. Dad has his own business, right? Yeah. Who, who showed her to live her life and do nothing? She's the boss. So whatever she says goes. I'm sure they tried early on. Hey, you got to do this. You got to do that. And she's like, no. And then they probably just gave up. They just gave up on her. I would cut her off and I would ask her to either if she wants to live there to pay me. Because yes. you need to, like, I, I remember before I moved to the U.S., I was going to college, but I was living home for free, but I didn't get any money from my parents, not for college, not for com- commute. I had to work. My parents said, you can live here, but mm-hmm. you pay for your own shit. Yeah. I've been paying for my own shit since I was 15. We know she likes to give the nip. She needs to get off the nip. She's still on the nip. Oh my gosh. Talk She's about been COVID on the still nip being on the for nip. For so long. Get off the nip, Emily. And I get it. Like she has a kid now. She's doing some nanning. Okay, but what's next? What do you, yeah. I don't think she has any idea what she wants to do. And neither does Kobe. Isn't that the craziest thing? What more kick in the ass do you need to get your shit together than a kid? Absolutely. She she has a kid. That's the biggest kick in the ass. And she's still like, well, maybe you can pay for everything, guys. It's crazy. It's it's because that's what she's used to. If you let someone to do this, then. Uh Uh-oh, Teresa's, uh uh-oh, uh-oh, the COVID's COVID's taken over. Uh Uh-oh, you should see her face. I'm just giving a play-by-play about your. Coughing I'm so fit. sorry. Um, it's okay. Oh, boy. Okay. You're going to be okay? I don't know. <laughs> Take a drink of water. <gasps> I'm going to. Okay. We're keeping this all on the podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Here she goes again. This is this is real, guys. This is real. <laughs> what were we saying? Um, That she needs to get off the nip. Yeah. And my other issue is she's asking for money for a wedding. This should be a courthouse wedding. Have a Mm -hmm. big party later when you have saved up money, Emily. Not when David and Lisa, when you and Kobe have saved up money, have a big party. For now, go and do a courthouse wedding. Or have a courthouse wedding and then have a party at the ranch that you're going to prepare. Yeah, sure. That's not what I mean. I don't just mean like only. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like for now. And then if you want to have a bigger wedding later. Save up the money and pay it yourself. Or maybe you let your parents help you a little bit, but don't let them pay for everything, especially yeah. when your relationship is not that great. And speaking of, Lisa brings up, she's like, well, there was a worrisome interchange that I heard the other day. And Dave was like, what are you talking about? And Emily goes, he got mad at me and told me to shut the fuck up. Yes, he did. He was like, Emily, that is totally inappropriate. That is disrespect. And no way. And under no circumstance, I see how nosy those horses are. I see what gossip queens those horses are. There's, <laughs> where do you think they learned it from? They learned it from Lisa. There's no way Lisa didn't run and tell David the night she heard that. Or maybe she didn't because she knew he's going to freak out. Lisa doesn't like Kobe. Lisa and David are anti-Kobe. They want him on the first plane back to Cameroon. I guess you're right. They'll do anything. 
Because well, even Lisa said, like, oh, you do have a decision. You have a choice. I like Kobe and all, but we've only known him for 30 days. She is not team Kobe and Emily. But to be honest, I wouldn't be either because all you see is them fighting. And obviously they're going to side with Emily because she's their daughter. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think agree. what they see with the dad see is another mouth he has to feed. Yep. Oh, for sure. For sure. And her parents say, we'll support you. Whatever you decide, we'll support you. But we have legitimate concerns. Well, let's talk about <laughs> those concerns because Emily and Lisa and Coben are going to see grandma. Yes. And dad is going to have a talk to, with Kobe. You want some beer, bro? I love the downstairs bar. I want a basement bar. It's really all I want. You know that we live in an apartment, right? You know we turned our second bedroom into, or we attempted to make that like our lounge bar. Yes, and we then did. We, and we struck that and made it into an office. But now it's in my office yeah. and a guest room and, and a quarantine, quarantine. room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they have a basement bar. They go down for a drink and a little chit-chat. Yes. And so... We see that it's 58 days to wet. They're going to crack a beer. And a Sam Adams Boston lager. Boston. And dad is like, Kobe, um, so I'm supporting a lot of people here and you're not paying a rent. Uh, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. And let me ask you this. Do you think that's a fair question to Kobe? Because I feel like that would be a fair question to the two of them. I think it's a fair question. I, it's all how you ask it. If I he's know. asking out of curiosity and concern, I think it's a fair question. If he's asking in a judging way, then no. But I'd be curious. You're here. You moved here. What do you want to do? What do you want to like? You're gonna you're gonna start a life here. What are your plans? And it's not on day one. Now you just said how many days to wed? Fifty eight. So it's been th- over a month. Yeah, it's it's time to ask, what are your plans? Yeah, no, I think it's fair. But in the same time, he cannot work for another, let's say, at least five months, right? And that is Emily who does nothing. I almost feel like that's a conversation the three of them should be having. Like, what's your plan? No. Because I, I think what, what I think that dad expects is that Emily is going to keep doing nothing. And Kobe is somehow going to be part of all the money to take care of everyone. I think it's good to treat Kobe like an individual. You are your own person and you are in a relationship. But as, as you, Kobe, what do you want to do with your life? You have opportunity now. Don't, don't wait until the 90th day to start thinking about it. Think about it before and learn about your options and Take YouTube courses or read some books if you want to do something. True. The sooner you think about something, the better, even if you can't do it for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, a year, the sooner you wrap your mind around something, the better. Well, that's true. But Kobe definitely did not wrap his mind around what he's going to say. Well, well I okay, was actually fir- impressed the, with his answer. The first part I get because Kobe says, Emily was like, maybe you can go back to modeling. But I thought that probably Selena might not be the market. <laughs> yes, Kobe. Yes, you yes, thought of smart. that, right? But so he's he was being realistic about that. 
But the next we find out that the dad is an architect and Kobe is like, oh, I'm interested in all that, like the design and that building and I've done something like that. So maybe I was thinking, I mean, you could train me. I'm going to take over your company. So to keep it in the family, I thought that was disrespectful and rude to say that. Yes. Yes and no. I think it's disrespectful to assume I can just step in and take over your business. But again, this is why let's talk about it ASAP because he said he had some civil engineering experience in the past. He took some courses or... No, he didn't. That's the thing. He took nothing. He has no degree. He never took any courses. He maybe, I don't know, plugged his mom's TV and radio into... No, he said in my past I did civil engineering. Yeah. I don't know what that means. But that's that's the thing. That's the thing. A lot of people, when you ask people to define civil engineering, they won't know, right? When dad started asking, like, so wait, do you have a degree? He's like, no. Any courses, any training? No, no, no. Just, just, I just went to high school. So he has nothing, right? But he that's has no why, experience. That's why we should talk about it now, because in the next 45 days or whatever, you can learn what you need if you want to pursue this path. Yes, but as Kobe's dad's, Kobe's dad. Emily's dad said to become an architect or a civil engineer, that's years of school. So let's say four plus of years of school. Then you have to be in the training to get your license, to get your PE license or to get your architecture license, right? Yeah. That takes years sure. and schools are expensive. And so if he would be up for it, sure. But me, as I'm thinking about it as a foreigner, like I don't think I would even, let's say, Kobe is an architect. He has an architecture degree, right? Mm-hmm. I would still not go to the dad after 30 days and be like, so I was thinking I'm going to take over your business. That was, yeah. That, I think that's so disrespectful. Little- I think if he said, I was thinking maybe I could learn from you. Maybe mm-hmm. you could employ me. I might go back to school. Sure, let that work out. And maybe, maybe one day. But the fact that he went straight for that... I found that very, very disrespectful. Yeah, I think that was his only misstep. I think everything up until then was okay. Oh, I'm interested in this. You own a business that deals in that field. Maybe I could shadow you. Maybe I could be your assistant. Like he should have said that. But yeah, maybe I can take over your business as a little forward. A little too forward. Even being an assistant... You want someone who has experience, who has a degree. Like those are serious, serious jobs. Sure. Like say, saying, oh, I have a civil engineer experience when you have nothing. Like what? Like you on the bridge that you're going to drive over to like fall down? Like, no, like you need people who know what they're doing. And if he's interested, go to school. And he said, you know, he would be willing to. But again, yeah. they don't even have money to move out of the parents' house. Well, so let's get to that because Kobe did say, I have no problem getting back to school and I know it costs money, but here's something I never told Emily how much money I came here with, but I have about $4,000. And I felt bad for him. You know why? Because he's proud of that. Well, yeah. And he should be. Should be. $4,000 is a lot of money in check. You probably couldn't live off of it for a year, let's be honest. I don't think most Americans have 4000 in their savings. No, but also with that, well, that told him that that's not realistic. But that said, 
well, you can live off of it for a couple of months. Mm. Where, which state, if you have to feed and take care of a family of three, yeah, I'm gonna. No, you could for sure. You could find rent for six hundred a month, and then your other four hundred could be your food and whatnot. But and you have that, a baby. You you yeah, have to that no, person the, and all the, that. The only thing that baby eats is Emily's boob. Diapers and cleaning stuff, and it, it all costs money and clothes. And I'm gonna say, if he lived like in the middle of nowhere, maybe Salina, yeah. maybe, maybe if they really, really, really played it very, very safe, maybe two to three months. Let's say three months. Yeah, that's, that's where it. they live. That's where they live, though. So I think, yeah, it could last a few months. I just liked how Kobe heard this news and he looked sad. But he goes, okay. Like he didn't push back. He accepted. Yeah. Hey, I don't know how things work in the States. I'm learning as I go. And because he said in Cameroon, that's enough for a family for a year. Yeah. But he wasn't, he wasn't argumentative. I'm sure other people would have been like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I could make that last a year. He was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know. And here's the thing. Guaranteed he has more saved than Emily does. Emily oh, doesn't have sure. 4000 saved. For sure not. And I was just going to say, I just saw an article about how prices, rental prices in New York City are 4000 and up. So what? good thing they don't live in New York City. Well, that's not true. We lived in New York. We didn't pay that No, no, much. no. It apparently after COVID, it skyrocketed. And now like the medium rental price is $4,000 and up. Jeez. Well, the segment ends... With David telling Kobe, sit down with Emily, talk about a budget. He goes, Emily has no clue how this all goes. That's on you, David. Mm -hmm. That's your, that's your fault. So he kind of brushes it off like, yeah, Emily doesn't know what she's doing. As a parent, that's kind of on you. Yes, absolutely on the parents. Why is she still living with you? Like I would literally, I feel bad to say that. Again, I don't have kids, guys, don't judge me. But I know that my parents... Would maybe, let's say, something happen. I'm like, hey, I need to leave home for a bit. They would let me live there for a couple of months, but then they would be like, get out. Like, get out. We might help you to find a job. We might help you with a few rents if you need, but you need yeah. to get out. Like, you need to take care of yourself. They would not let me live in their house. And not no, because the- they can't. It's because they would not want me to be on the nip. Yeah, the longer you stay there, the longer you're going to stay there. Yeah. You has got to break the routine. She does nothing. She hangs out with Kuba and I get it. You take care of a kid. I get it. But that's that's it. They are taking care of her. The parents are taking yeah. care of Coben and the parents are taking care of Emily and yeah. Kobe. I don't think Emily is really taking care of anything. That's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah. 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 All right. That's Emily and Kobe. Let's take a quick break. Let's refill our drinks. Let's get some vitamin C, a couple of vitamins going. And we'll be back. We got a couple of good segments coming up. So we'll be back in a second. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $700 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. 
Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you? Uh, it's going. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there. We got a couple good couples coming up. We got Patrick and Thais right now with 71 days to wed. And I absolutely love how they gave John the most Boston opening monologue right here. That there is no hot water? Yeah. Well, they're like... He's on the phone. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm calling in regards to the hot water situation. Okay, I'll be out here waiting for the plumber. I'll be right here by my car, uh, you know, on the hot water, waiting for the plumber. It's I like, don't hear it. Oh, it's the thickest. If you really? thought Mark, if you thought Mark the Shack had a Boston accent. I don't Ooh. hear it. I thought like hot water because of the Boston tea. Party? The Boston tea party? <laughs> yeah, like hot tea, like hot water. No. <laughs> I can't have a I can't have a tea party over here without this hot water. No, because they gave him so many ER words. Oh, that that's the Boston accent instead of water, water instead of plumber, plumber. <laughs> Ridiculous. But yes, the hot water is not working, which is just giving Thais one more thing to complain about. Yes, in this new beautiful house. Hello. I love this house. I love. I don't know about the inside. It does. Uh, and here we go. I'm going to sound spoiled, even though our apartment's 450 square feet divided by two and Teresa's in her It's own really quarantine. not. It's not. No, it's a little bigger. But you're in your own quarantine closet taking yeah, you, over. Yeah, you make us sound like we live in a shoe. Well, I have, with you in that room, I probably have 450 feet to myself. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, I, I'm not good at feet, but... <laughs> Um, no, I've seen your feet. You are not good at feet. What are you talking about? My feet are beautiful. Moving on. <laughs> um, but I, I love the outside of their house. I feel like it's got it's got a nice it's got nice curb appeal, as they say in the biz. I think it has a nice modern feel. I like it. I like the inside too. Well, there is not a lot to see. Yeah. It's definitely more close than their previous house, but I kind of yeah. like it. Yeah, it's nice. Definitely nice. But John and Patrick, they start talking about. How Thais is a little ungrateful, how she's unappreciative about everything. And then John asks, hey, is uh, she still tracking your phone? Patty, Patty boy, is she still tracking your phone? Which she is. Patrick hasn't taken it off yet. And he goes, eh, it shouldn't be a big issue. I actually have an idea. I have an idea on how I'm going to broach this subject. It's a great idea how to spend over $1,000. I kind of think it's a great idea. I think it's a it's a beautiful way into the conversation. It's a smart idea. Smart idea. But, Let's talk about it. Okay. This, uh, Patrick and Thais, they head out to dinner. They go to Steam Theory Brewing. Okay, they go to a brewery. And tell me if you noticed this. Patrick asks if Thais wants to try a taste of what he's drinking. And Thais is like, Beer? And she tries it and doesn't like it. But to me, it looked, I wish John was there because it looked like a sour. It looked like a sour beer. Well, he had a flight. He did have so a flight. So it could have been a sour. Is that a sour beer? 
love sour beers. Because she said, she said, oh, it's, I forget what she, she said, said. She, she said bitter. Oh, she did say bitter. Mm-hmm. So it could have been an IPA, but it looked like a sour. It looked like a hazy IPA to me. Oh, I thought it had more of a pinky, ah, pinkish. I mean, again, he had a flight, so sure. I so, would love to get a flight. He's got, he's got something else. Not just a flight. He's got, he's got some gifts. And he whips out a big wrapped box. And Thais is like, is this for Merry Christmas? <laughs> no, it's welcome to America. Welcome to America gift. He probably should have given her half of it at home. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> a, a public place, a, a, a place of business is not where you want to be gifting sexy lingerie to yes. somebody. So the sexy lingerie is just to fill the box because there is the phone. The new well, don't iPhone. Skip over, don't, skip, don't skip over the fact that she thought there was a cat stuffed in a box. Oh, right? Meow. <laughs> She's like, ah! That would be a great gift to give each other at the bar. Yes. Second to panties. Yes. But no cat. It's laundry. And who cares about that? That's for Christmas and for when they role play a cat. Mm-hmm. There's the iPhone, a brand new iPhone, Mia Moore, yes. babe, iPhone. Here is your new iPhone, but you cannot track my location. That, that's, the, that's the deal. That's it's the such, deal. It's such a slick trick. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is why I think he's probably such a good salesman because this is like a sales trick. Here you go. Brand new iPhone, but there's a catch. There's one catch, which, okay, you're not going to love it, but it's, you want this iPhone, right? Okay. And- and she said it. She said, you are quite smart. Yeah. It's a great segue. Let Instead me of just being like, hey, we got to talk. Stop tracking my phone. It's like, here, don't you want this beautiful iPhone? Speaking of phones, stop tracking mine. I almost feel like it didn't make sense for her to track him when he was in the U.S. Because, I mean, honestly, if you really wanted to go somewhere and cheat, you can leave your phone at home, get a burner phone or something. Jeez. Spoken like a pro. I'm not, but I watch TV, right? Yeah. We watch all the datelines and all that. I know some friends who got caught cheating because of the phone tracking and all that shit. So, yeah, there, there are ways around. But now when she's here, you should track your phone for safety reasons. Yeah. And we've told you guys we do that. It's just peace of mind. Okay, you got your appointment, you're where you said you were going to be, so you didn't get kidnapped, you didn't get in a car accident. Like, that's what it's about. If you don't have trust, the tracking is not going yeah. to create trust. It's well, a false sense of trust. You still, you still don't have trust. Well, and we found out that their issue is trust because they don't have it, especially Thais doesn't have trust in Patrick because he kissed a girl when they were already dating. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he would have slept with her, but he couldn't get it up. Too okay. drunk. Did and he say that? Did he say yes. that? Okay. Well, he used he used a different phrase. <laughs> he said, "Kissed a girl. We were making out." But I was drinking, so I was kind of floppy. I was a little floppy, so nothing happened. Well, basically what I said. Yes. All right. A lot of thoughts about this. Share. 
One being, she tracks his phone because she can't trust him. He's a cheater, right? Didn't he cheat at home? Wasn't it a house party? Yeah. So if she was looking at his location, he'd be at home. You're not tracking every other girl in Texas. So you don't know who's at his house. So that doesn't help. But he goes, oh, we just kissed. True. But clearly you were trying to bang. Otherwise, you wouldn't know that you were floppy. Even kissing, that's cheating. It's 100%. But my point is he's trying to say, oh, I just kissed. But you were trying to bang. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't care about your floppy dick. Well, I think his excuse was that that was the first time after he met Thais in Brazil. And so the relationship was very fresh and he didn't know where it's going and... So and so, but they were in a relationship and apparently he told her because I don't think she would have known otherwise. And he told her he loved her. Ah, okay. Patrick goes, it was confusing because I was just in Brazil. I just told Thais I loved her. It's like, wait, this proves my point. So many of these people, they say, oh, I love you. But that's, they don't mean it or they don't understand love because if you loved someone, you wouldn't be trying to bang someone else with your floppy dick. <laughs> right? That's very true. So the whole thing is ridiculous. And Thais goes, but that's not all. We were dating for six months and I looked at your phone and who were you talking to? That same girl. <gasps> yes. Yes. And here's, here's the thing. I don't believe in the idea, once a cheater, always a cheater. But I believe in the idea, once you've cheated on this person, you would cheat on that person again. Because you don't love that person. You don't care about that person. Mm. And so you would cheat on them again. So Patrick's cheated on Thais twice now with this girl. Well, the second... I don't know if text, texting is not, it's, it's sort of a cheating. It's emotional. It's emotional cheating. cheating, Yeah. But it's not as, I don't want to, I don't want to downgrade it because I personally could not take it. Yeah. So it is cheating, but. But the kissing is definitely. Yeah. 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 And if he. It's still cheating, but I don't know how to, how to, how to talk about this because it's bad. But if he sent her, it depends on what he texted her right he said right. hey how's it going hope you're fine okay i would probably be bad but i would be but like he's, okay he's texting a girl he previously hooked up with that's what i'm gonna say like yeah that's that's it's not, not like oh you're just texting a girl you work with you had a sexual encounter with this girl and you're continuing to text her that's an issue yeah no totally and so my point is patrick cheated once it's not to say he'll cheat again if he was in a different relationship, but he's in the same relationship that he cheated on. And so I think he'll cheat on that relationship again. I don't think he values that relationship enough not to cheat on it. Right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, and who knows? Who knows? I think Thais is way out of his league. Okay. Not Maybe. way, but a little out of his league. So I think John or Patrick's a decent looking guy. Good job. Mm-hmm. Good heart. I think he's a, he's somewhat of a catch for some. Yeah. Yeah. But let me, but let me go with that. Let me go with that because I hate to say it, 
but some things are adding up and it sort of looks like Thais just wants to be in the States What? or is a gold digger. What do you mean? Because you say she's out of his league, right? Maybe a little bit. So she's complaining about the gorgeous house. It's not big enough, right? That's sort of gold diggery. But the fact that she decided to move here, even after she was cheated on, is like, well, you're not the prize, Patrick. America's the prize. I'm coming for America. Well, yes and no, because remember she said, if something goes wrong, I'm going to go back to Brazil. Words. Maybe. Her actions are, I know you cheated on me at least once. I'll still come. I, I still want to check out America. <laughs> I mean, come on. A, I I guess. I think the house fight was not fight over the house more of than it was a fight over John living there. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I don't think she has a problem with the house. I just think she was pissed that there is John and she couldn't really say that. So she just had a beef with the house. But would you really move to another country for someone who's cheated on you? Absolutely fucking not. Okay. So it makes <laughs> me think like she just, she's putting country first. Baby, we'll see. I, they seem to actually... Out of all these people, they do seem to have a connection. They do seem to have a relationship. Yeah, there's a sexual connection, at yeah, least. Yeah. Mo- okay. Many of these couples don't even have that. That's very true. So, New day. John has an announcement. He is throwing a party to celebrate that his cold sore is gone. <laughs> no, no, no. He's throwing, he's throwing a little housewarming party with some coworkers. Mm, and he's like, at least... <laughs> At least Thais gets to meet all the people that uh, Patrick works with. Can you throw a house party for a house you don't own? That would be my question. Probably you can because look at John. Yeah, I don't think you can throw it. It's not a housewarming party. You're just throwing a party. Also, why do you invite all your coworkers? There was two guys, right? Yeah, and then all the ladies. Wagna, Wagna and Chris. They they roll in, they roll in with half drank beers. So apparently, they like to drink and drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, I drank half these already. On the Unless they took an Uber. True, but Wagner also we learned he invited some guests. In walk, the ladies and walk four girls for John Wagner and the rest of the fellas. These, these ladies are for just John and Wagner and the rest of the fellas. Okay. Patrick and Thais are not happy, but the drinks are flowing. It's an absolute rager. So we're going to try to have a good time. Did you hear Patrick saying that this makes him feel very uncomfortable? And why? If you, I feel like if you are in a committed relationship, other girls should not do shit to you. You should just be able to be like, Hey, what's up, guys? Just don't fucking mess the floor. Just, you know, coasters everywhere. It's a new house and cheers. Why is he uncomfortable? He knows how jealous Thais is. Yeah, but it shouldn't be that. Or is he nervous that he might maybe look at one of the girls and she's going to lose her shit? No, he knows he's not allowed to be around other women. And now Thais is watching him around other women and that makes him nervous i'm watching you around other women yeah watch (laughs) me (laughs) um so wagner pulls patrick aside and is like bro 
What's a party without some ladies? That's why I got these ladies here. It's not a party with just me, you, and John, okay? And Patrick's like, well, if Thais isn't happy, it's going to be a problem for me. And so Thais then comes over and pulls Patrick away. And Thais tells Patrick, be careful. She's like, I have my eye on you. And Patrick, oh boy, let's unpack this statement, says, the girls here are ugly and you're a beautiful Brazilian. So trust me. Oh, Patrick, that's kind of rude because those girls were not ugly. They weren't ugly. I'm latching more onto the fact that he said, you're a beautiful Brazilian. Mm. Imagine if I got upset at a party in Czech because there was other guys and you were like, oh, don't worry. You're a handsome American. I'd what like, does well, it why mean? Exactly. Like, why are you putting American? What does that mean? Why? What does American have to do with anything? So I just found it interesting that he was like, you're a beautiful Brazilian. I would never be like, oh, yeah, you're a beautiful Czech. I would just be like, yeah, you're beautiful. Thank you. you know? But I, would, I, I, I am replace. a beautiful Czech. You are. But it, it's not a comp. It's not a, it's not Miss Universe. Right. It's not, it's not a competition between countries here. I just found it interesting. Or is it? Maybe. <laughs> so they head back into the party and they start making out hard. Like if I was the guest, I would be like, uh, I am here. <laughs> check, check, please. Speaking of check. Check in out. Check, please. Yeah. They're like rubbing their tongues all each all over each other. It's very strange. That's how you get cold source. I think. Like yeah. That right there. Well, I wonder if Station John was zero. doing that with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's Patrick and Thais. A little trouble in paradise, but they smoothed it out in the end. They sure did, but let's see. Because obviously they're going to get married, right? I, I don't know if they're so. going to get married and then adopt John so they can all live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Question mark. Let's Question also not mark. forget Thais still... Hasn't told her dad that she's actually oh, there. That's for right. Good. I'm on vacation. Bang trip. She's Hashtag trying, bang she's trip. She's trying to figure it out. So let's see. Let's see. Speaking of figuring things out, let's talk about Cara and Guillermo, aka the naive couple. Yeah. I, well, well, some people showed a little bit of sense this episode. I it would was say. Cara. I know. It I was Kara. I hate to say it. It was Kara. Proving her maturity for the first time this season. I was like, girlfriend, I have to just agree with you over yeah. here. So 60 days to wed, they're they're out walking the dog in the park. And Guillermo's like, we got to start planning this wedding. And let me tell you this. I appreciate Guillermo's fascination and happiness. He's fascinated by literally everything. And he's just very happy unless Kara does something to him. (laughs) He's very positive. He loves it. He loves the park. He loves the bench. He loves everything. I mean, think about where he came from. He came from Venezuela, right? True, but he was in the the DR. Yeah. He's got got some perspective. It's a nice... Well, but it's a thing. A lot of these people come and they're like, oh, I was expecting a bigger city, but this is not New York. What, What is this? What is it? Guillermo's like, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful park. It reminds me yeah. of home. It's a beautiful bench. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> like he's just very excited. I hardly recognize it without all the tiki torches. Oh boy, Teresa's 
having a coughing fit. Ugh, I hate to repeat it, but COVID and podcasting, guys, it doesn't go hand in hand. No, but that thing in your hand probably helps. The hot toddy? I made, I made Teresa hot toddy. Okay, so like we said, got to agree with Kara here because she tells the cameras, because of the timing and money, I think we should just do a courthouse wedding. Which is like $50, and I think more or less she's right. Yeah, she's like, we'll do a big wedding in a year, but for now, let's just be smart. Save your money. Courthouse wedding. And Guillermo is like, well, in a year, we'll be saving money for a baby or a new house, and we won't be thinking about a wedding then. Like, what? This guy's been, who was it that's like, oh, Bilal, right? It was like, I've, ever since I was 10, I thought about getting <laughs> married. This is, I think, Guillermo too. Well, for sure. And he, what kind of bugs me about Guillermo in this episode is that he's not listening to her. And mm. dude, if nothing, Google. Because she is telling you the truth. And it's not like she doesn't want to have a beautiful wedding. She's just telling you, let's play it safe and have a nice wedding in a year. Right. right. And for someone like Kara to say that, mm-hmm. hashtag Kara, hashtag dream wedding, like, you know, she wants that Instagram wedding. And for oh, her yeah. to be like, oh, no, we should wait. You should probably wait. Because unlike other people, like, yes, we all said things about Kara, but she's in her late 20s. She at least lives on her own, pays her own freaking bills. Like, yes. that's her own thing, right? Unlike Emily, unlike Jibri. Unlike, is there anyone else? I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, <laughs> at uh, least uh, she... Ari. Ari, yeah. At least yeah. she is in her late 20s, right? But she yeah. pays for her own shit. She pays for Guillermo. Like, she is being realistic. So, hate to say this, but kudos to Kara. Right. And so she asks Guillermo, okay, you want this wedding. What would you be comfortable spending? And Guillermo says, $2,000. Oh, you poor baby. And Kara's like, okay, well, I've had friends who did the big wedding and it's 10K just for the venue. Very true indeed. Here's what I'll say. And she's 100% right. Say you have $2,000. You could do a nice backyard wedding at Kara's family's house for 2K. You get a DJ for 250, 500 for food and cake, 1200 on booze. You got a nice backyard wedding. And she can make the arch out of the balloons. She's got the balloons, right? Like so you don't need to do this fancy vineyard. If you got 2k, you could put together a nice party. Yeah. Right? But Guillermo's like, "Let's go see a place and then together we could decide." And Kara was like, you want to see what you cannot have? Is it going to make you happy? Exactly. Let's do it. But I like that she said that. And I ah. like that she did. No, I like that she did it because many times that's how life works. Sometimes you encounter difficult people and they just don't want to hear you. They don't want to hear you until you show them. Yeah, but okay. So they go to King's Family Vineyard. Beautiful. Which I was... A little disappointed because I was hoping they're going to a vineyard. I was hoping they were going to go to Dave Matthews' vineyard. Dave he's got Matthews a, have a vineyard in West Virginia? In Char- no, in, oh, no, Virginia. Yeah, in Charlottesville. That's oh. where Dave Matthews started, was Charlottesville. So he's got, I think it's Blenheim, Blenheim Vineyards in Charlottesville. But they go to a different vineyard. They go to King's Family. But here's my issue. You're like, yeah, show them what you can't afford. 
how about showing what he can't afford or close to what he can't afford? They could have found somewhere for four or $5,000. Really? I'm sure. Uh, if, that, if the nicest vineyard in Virginia. In, if the nicest vineyard, if that vineyard was 7,500 on Friday and Sunday, there was somewhere that was 4,000 on Friday and Sunday for sure. Take Maybe. them there. Somewhere a little more attainable. Okay. Yes, I guess. That's I guess. my only point. Who knows? I, I, not, I don't want to discuss our experience, but from what I know, it's not cheap out there. No, we got married in New York. State. New York State. But they meet Carol, the venue coordinator, and explain their situation. K-1 visa, 90 days. And Carol's like, oh, okay. But Carol shows them the venue. Kara's loving it. Guillermo's loving it. He's like, I would cry if I got married here. He's like seeing himself walking down the aisle. He's like, Guillermo, you're not the bride. Like, yeah. He's, he's he loving maybe. it. He's loving he's it. Loving it. it. And then they go outside, sit down, and let's look at the pricing. And here yes. we go. So you're probably curious about the cost. Friday and Sunday, 7500 Saturday, 10500 plus catering, floors, cake, the whole thing, right? At so least like 30000 like $30, Yes. At least Guillermo admits to the camera, I love the place, but I know we can't afford it. Yes. Honestly, why don't they just get married at the brewery? They're probably going to yeah. get a deal. <laughs> they filmed there before several times. Such a good point. Right? Yeah. They've it's, spent a the, it's a vibe. Spent every other episode of the season there. Why not? So Carol's like, well, if you plan a year out, then you can save for it, which is what most people do. Most people don't go, I want to get married next month. It's Mm -hmm. 10K. Let's do it. But the whole deal is Guillermo feels like Kara is being controlling. And I feel like right now he's wrong. I mean, she might be controlling over other things, but at the moment she's just being realistic. She's controlling the pocketbook, which someone needs to do. Someone well, needs to be yeah. in control of the finances. And even like Guillermo was like, she doesn't even want me to buy a laptop with my own money. It's like, that's all the money you have until you, when you get a job and you bring your income, right? Yeah. You can contribute. Sure, get yourself a laptop. I'm pretty sure she would be okay with that too. But right now, besides that little amount of savings he brought with him, that's all the money he and she has. And let's not forget that the K-1 visa is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the, well, I was going to say the 2000 It's cheaper than that, but I guess if green card will add up, yeah. Well, green card will definitely add up. Green card can, if you get a lawyer, can be up to $4,000. So yeah. here goes your wedding. Yeah. So Kara's right. Courthouse wedding. And hey, you can make a party at the brewery. There you go. <laughs> All right. Last couple? Yes. Let's right. get it done. <laughs> oh, I can do it with my, with my COVID, don't even, COVID voice. Don't even try. So even Muhammad, obviously, if you couldn't tell by Teresa's fantastic impression. <laughs> so, okay. Passive aggressive, the segment here, I will say. I, uh, I have to agree with Muhammad. Right, let's talk about it. Okay, let's, let's talk. talk about it. He's in the backyard having coffee. And here's where I go passive, aggressive, or just 
classic shaming move because Eve comes out and he's like, oh, I didn't make you a coffee. I didn't, I didn't know when you were going to wake up because, you know, I thought you'd be hung over all day or something since you were out so late. You came back at like 10, 1030 last <laughs> night. Okay, this is killing me. Okay. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, don't take, take, the, take the week off, Teresa. Take yeah. the week off. <laughs> Mohammed and COVID-19, that's not going to happen. But yes, she got home a little late last night. And so Muhammad's not thrilled about it. And Eve tells the camera, I've been stressed since Muhammad got here because all these rules, you know, I'm not Muslim and I, he doesn't live in a Muslim country anymore. So it's just a lot. Here's the thing. It's not a Muslim rule. If you tell someone you're going to be home in an hour or two, you should be home in an hour or two. Or, Whether you're Jewish or Muslim or Christian or whatever, you tell someone an hour, it's atheist, an hour. Atheist. Atheist, yeah. You, yes, and it's a safety concern. But also, you should not leave someone who just got here and you have 90 days to get to know them. Get hang out with your friend after. I'm serious. I agree with that 100%. But that's that's already said and done with. Yeah. she's now She's now out at the bar. And if you told your fiance you're going to be home in two hours, be home in two hours. That's nothing to do with him being Muslim. Mm-hmm. It's a sure. ridiculous argument. It's a ridiculous argument. And he was like, well, I'm not going to give up time with my friends. My friends are worried about me. And Muhammad's like, that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And Eve goes, they don't want me to lose who I am. Yeah, I hate that she said it because... And that's why I'm saying I'm taking Muhammad's side in here because he was making... What he was saying, he was saying the right thing, right? So, for example, when she said, oh, I don't want to lose myself. Like, you have all these rules. You know, I don't want to become Muslim. And he said, I don't want you to be a Muslim. I don't want you to convert. I want you to respect my culture. Yes. And that's, that's a big difference. Yes. And it's so true. Yeah. Again, I think the story or the picture that was trying to be painted early on this season is always very controlling. And we all sort of fell into believing that with the, you get it done. We're like, oh my God, this guy is so controlling. But no, he just, he's got some concerns just like anyone in a relationship would have concerns. And he's voicing them as he should. And now Eve is using his religion against him by being able to say, you're Muslim, I'm not Muslim. End of argument. It's like the argument is not about religion. The argument is about compromise and understanding. Yeah, I see zero love in this relationship. It's, I don't see love. I don't see a connection. I don't see, I don't see a relationship. I don't know no. what it is, right? And so mom is like, do you feel, he asked Eve if she feels like she's going to lose who she is because that's the friend's argument. Oh, you're going to lose who you are. And she's like, yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do because I'm a, I'm a very free spirit. But your religion's too con- too confining for me. Well, Mohammed said, you've known me two years prior yeah. to me moving here. You came to Egypt four times. And I hated that Eve said, well, it was a vacation. The whole thing. Uh, I'm, an Ameri- I'm an American woman. 
Have you ever heard the Lenny Kravitz song, American Woman? Like, Mama, let me be. Muhammad, let me be. I'm an American woman. It's like, yeah. I really whole- want to laugh, but I can't because it oh, hurts me. Have. It just hurts snap. me. Snap I'm like just that like, beat. I'm just like laughing because. Uh-huh. Preach. Preach. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, the whole vacation argument, I didn't understand because Muhammad goes, you came to the city I was living four times. That's who I am. It's very clear. And she's like, well, not really. We were on vacation. I mean, I well, get, I get her argument in the way I don't. that she, she's saying they never lived together. It wasn't like Nicole and Azan, right? That they rented an apartment and tried to make it work. But don't you think Muhammad was as convicted in his beliefs and and engaged in his religion in his city? As he would be here, like if she visited him, if she visited him in Egypt, don't you think she saw him praying five times a day and not drinking? Like, so the whole, oh, we were on vacation. I don't think he was doing shots of Jaeger at the bar (laughs) and misleading her to think, oh, yeah, this is how I am. No, I think he was as religious as he is in America, if not more. Mm -hmm. So I didn't understand the whole vacation argument yeah i mean she was just trying to make her own statement yeah yeah you lost me eve yeah you lost me but that was all that really happened with them but you can just see the cracks are just Mm -hmm. growing in this relationship yeah they there's if they stay together i'm curious if they will either super make it meaning that the cameras will go away and they'll figure it out or they won't but I'm, I actually, they are the only couple that I'm curious to see if they actually say I do. Yeah. Usually yeah. everyone on the OG 90 days say I do. They do. I don't, yeah, I don't recall anyone who would leave prior. Even Mohammed and Daniel said I do. Yeah. It, it's almost like she's trying to change him more than he's trying to yeah, change Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a little messy. It's a little messy. But that's the episode. I liked the episode. I thought it was a good episode. It was pretty good, yeah. It was good. I hate having to record remotely like this, even though you're 20 feet away. I know. I hate I hate having COVID-19. I, you know yeah. what I got it from, guys? Dave Matthews, <laughs> Dave Matthews concert. Shout out to Dave Matthews for the second time this episode. Dave Matthews. That's where I got it from because I don't... But I was there too. I didn't... Apparently, I didn't well, get got, it somehow. I didn't get you it. You got something else. You have like a freaking... Sinus infection or something. We're a mess, people. We are. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry for the coughing. Um, it's it's been painful. I did not expect it because I haven't been really talking since Friday because I'm <laughs> isolating. But talking is taking a lot out of me. So my apologies. But I'm. I hope you'll still enjoy the pod. Yeah. Well, let's wrap that up then. No need for you to talk anymore. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you listen. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as... Oh, help boy. me. Help me. Oh, boy. Help me. What did you say? What did you say? As- oh, the vineyard. Yeah. As, as hot as the vineyard. As the vineyard. Yes. And thank you again for the reviews. If you guys haven't left a review, please do. It really does make our day. And special thank you to Sun Devil Fanatic 
That was a beautiful review. That's a lovely review. So thank you. That is it. I have said it all. I know Teresa has. She said too much. I've said, said too much. much. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.